Hello and welcome to my podcast. My name My name is Darian O'Toole. And joined with me today is my father, Patrick O'Toole. Today we will be talking about how we use science in our everyday lives and in our jobs. Why do I think it is important for students to be scientifically literate at the end of their time at Sacred Heart? Well, I think that students have to be scientifically literate because you need to have the understanding of the scientific concepts and to expand your knowledge of the subject. It's also better if you put more time and effort into the subject while at Sacred Heart so you know if you want to take the subject a bit more seriously when you get to year 11 and 12 and try and get a better education. So you know what you want to be doing if you go to university or drop out and try and get a job. Where are three places where I use science in my everyday life? Well, one place where I use science in my everyday life is in cooking, where heat energy is transformed in the form of radiation, conduction and convection. And after the heat energy has passed through the ingredients, such as salt and sugar, it starts breaking bonds and forming new bonds which give us food. The food we consume while entering our body undergoes some chemical reactions, which is the reason for our energy. The food interacts with various cells presented in our body, and these cells transfer the proteins, carbohydrates, and fats through our body through various mechanisms. Secondly, another place where I use science in my everyday life is when you're in the car and you turn the air conditioner on and the car windows start to fog up because of the condensation. So you turn the heater on because the condensation doesn't cope well with the heat. Thirdly, I use science in everyday life in vehicles. For example, when the fuel in vehicles are burned in order for the vehicle to get energy, The concept involved in the burning of the fuel is called combustion. The conversation of heat energy into electrical energy takes place. So now it's time to go ask Patrick how he uses science in his job. So has a knowledge of science helped you carry out a job? Science has helped us with the the likes of power quality jobs of the electrical network system on how it um, how it operates by using calculations to work out comp- complex problems uh, with the system, such as socks and tingles from a bathroom tap or a, um, a tap from a normal um, kitchen sink or laundry. Uh, you need to record the voltages from the current and resistance with the path on how um, the voltage was passed through the body to who received the electric shock. Some of the formulas are that we use is for the voltage. Uh, simple, uh, simple Alvedra, Alvedra. <laughs> uh, voltage to work out the voltage is um, I times V equals I times R, which equals in volts. To work out the current, the current is I equals V over R, which is the amps. That tells you how much amps is passed through the vo- through the um the body. And to work out the resistance, the resi- resistance is uh, V divided by I, which equals the ohms. Tells you how much ohms is in the system. To work out the power formula um, is also P equals uh, I times V uh, and that equals in the watts. With this here it also helps us to how the integrity of the network system is um, 
is intact, and that way then and, uh, everyone should not receive a uh, severe electric shock. Uh, science is also used on how we stand poles and wires in the air. It goes on what size of the pole, uh, what kind of soil we're putting the pole in, and what size conductors are on top of the pole. We also use the science when we go to string conductors, or it goes on the, um, the pole spans, the temperature, and the degree rating of any angles of the poles, and how tight we've got to tension it. This is all uh, comes into account with um, basic um, algebra to work out what we've got to do to for the uh, conductor spans and stuff like that. <laughs> how is science involved with your job? Science is involved in our job um, by understanding um, the basic uh, calculations and figures of how we work things out. Once again, like there's power quality. The equations of the formulas, as I stated before, is how you how you work out is always only two elements. If you only got two elements of a, of a, of a uh, the network system, you can um, always work out the other element, which makes the current path. It also helps us to work out on how much load is in the system, on how much um, demand that the supply of the, our zone subs are required. Most um, voltages come down from, there's three, well, firstly four types of voltages, um, which it comes down from a, a 500,000 kVA, then it's reduced down to 132, then it's reduced down to, oh sorry, for 330, then it's reduced down 132 to 66 to distribution, which is 11,000, into general homes, which is um, also 240 volts. Uh, with the science and that, it works on, on how we break electricity down by our transformers. It comes in, say, at 66,000 volts, goes out to 11, then goes to another transformer, which is into the wire, wirings of the transformer, reduces it down to 240 volts. Um, it also goes on, we work at our weight of conductors, uh, the weight, like steel conductor, bigger spans, uh, copper conductor, which is a lot heavier, and a lot smaller spans for our distances between poles, and this is where the temperature and the, uh, the height of the poles come to account on how far we put them into the ground. With this, we also um, have to use cranes, cranes to lift our poles on the ground, and with calculations of the crane, it all works off to how much weight is on the hook. So the weight on the hook is gauged by how far the boom's out. When the, so if the boom's out, say, 9 metres on a certain degree, certain up, with the calculations, it also tells you on how much weight is on the hook and how much weight we can lift over the legs to stabilize the legs so we can stand that pole on the ground. Um, most cranes all have these uh, cal calculations and also gauges on them, but it also comes down to the gauges of how much weight is on the hook for your formulas to um, lift that pole into the ground. Hmm. Has a knowledge, I mean, has science made your job easier or harder? It has uh, its pros and cons. Um, it does give us a better understanding on how the electrical network system works. It also lets us know how it's generated from high voltages to low voltages and also to get into the homes of the people. Um, but most of the time, the calculations that we, we, we use, it does make it a hell of a lot easier. Um, with the likes of iPads these days, you no longer really have to sit down and uh, try and nut it out with the formulas by hand. So there's programs now where you can just punch in what you know, 
to uh, and put it out, and it gives you calculations to know what things what you got to work work to, and it makes things easier as we plan things for the day to day life. Mm-hmm. Have you enjoyed the more advanced technology in your job? Advanced technology has helped. Um, it's made my role as electrician linesman um, by using those, as I said, said before, as iPads. Um, with the calculations, uh, it's easier. It's rather than trying to go old school and working out calculations, it's on how you work things out. With the voltages, currents, and resistance of the network, it also tells you how the, the, the microns fl- flow through the system onto the minus milliamps onto how uh, people do receive electric shocks. Um, that is if we require on how electricity works. Uh, the calculations we work on are when you're required to work out something, there's always something that we need to use for formulas. The basic ones are if you've got two elements that are missing one, we can work out on how we go, how to uh, work out to find that missing element. Um, it's the same as with voltages, amperage, and the resistance, um, which is measured in. If you have, as I said before, the two elements on how to work out um, equation, the basic formulas are for to work out the voltage formula is V equals I times R, which equals the volts. The current formula is I equals V divided by R. So the R is resistance, V is the voltage. We're trying to work out the I, which is the amps, which equals the amps. And then if you work out the resistance of the natural network, R is the resistance, V is the voltage, divided by I, which is the current, which equals in ohms. To work out the um, the power factor formula of, of the, how much power it uses, uh, it's another equation of P, which is power, equals I, which is um, amps, and V is the volts, being, that equals in powers and watts. With these formulas here, you always got one factor or two factors, either the three, can work out what you need required to do. Mm-hmm. What's the most common issue you get in your job? Most common issue is when people receive electric shocks. Um, they always get electric shocks, only little shocks and tingles. Most common is a shower tap, wearing that metal, you know, a toaster or your normal bathroom tap or your laundry tap. Um, most women get more shocks than what men do off the taps because the skin, uh, most men have got harder skin than the women, not using mm-hmm. um, hand sanitizers and stuff. Um, with this, uh, it's, the reason why they receive electric shock is because they, they, they become part of the electrical network, which is a return of the path. Uh, so therefore then they make a circuit and therefore then they will, ones have received a shock. Uh, in this case, the um, the faults found is normally the neutral wire. The neutral wire of the electrical network is a return earth system where the neutral and the earth wire is um, connected together. If one of these two here elements are at a, excuse me, are at a uh, um, broken off or a broken circuit, one of these systems here will rely on each other to complete the path. Um, majority of the time when you when you um, collect the data that you have um, recorded, which goes through a voltmeter, it tells us how much voltage is passed through the um, the pipes to tap to the person. We can do calculations as stated before with the voltage formulas, the current resistance and the power used. 
Uh, once we work this out, um, you can also detect um, with little um, resistances we put in also with our voltmeter to make it a lower reading to give us a more accurate reading of what the current was going through the body path when the person received electric shock. Uh, this also can be done by using the current um, um, algebra and also the calculations which are on most eye devices these days to make um, our jobs a hell lot easier than what it used to be. Okay, thank you Patrick. And that wraps it all up. Thank you for listening to my podcast with my special guest, Patrick O'Toole. Thanks Patrick for taking the time and effort to film my podcast with me. I have learned a lot of things that I didn't want to know before. Goodbye.